so i'm perplexed i'm perplexed at this point whatever let's just get into it welcome to the i got questions podcast my name is aaron washington i am here with my best friends christian quinn jr and jared damato uh boys how you doing sensational I'll tell you one thing, I'm doing better than Chris Rock right now. All right. No, 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 no. No, no, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't right off do the that. red hood. Right off, right off the rip. No, I, dog, Chris, Chris Rock's ticket sales then went up 80%. He's fine. That's all right. 80 is not, it went from 40 to 340. <laughs> and they sold out. He just did a show in Boston tonight. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I don't um, understand. Right, hold on, hold on, hold okay, on, hold on, ahead, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> let me let me set the stage first before we get into it in depth. First of all, if you haven't heard it by now, you've been living under the biggest rock in the country. Um, basically, at the Oscars this past week, this past Sunday, Will Smith smacked the shit out of Chris Rock um, in a moment I saw live and completely completely caught me off guard. Um, yeah, I mean, I really wish I could set it up better than that, but I really can't because there's really nothing else to say. Um, I mean, wait, hold on. You are missing just a little bit of context. I am missing a little bit of context, but I'm getting to the. I'm going to get to the context, mm. but let's just get to the headline that Chris Rock <laughs> got his ass smacked by Will Smith. So, we'll, with that said, we'll we'll set up what led to that. Chris Rock was up there pre- presenting the Oscar for best documentary feature, um, rightfully so. <laughs> Summer Soul one, which is honestly one of the best documentaries I've ever seen. It's a beautiful documentary. Please go watch it. It's on Netflix, not Netflix, it's on Disney Plus and Hulu. Please go watch it. Um, he's up there. He's making jokes about people. He literally he should have just he should have just read off the teleprompter and went back to the to the seat. But no, he had to get up there and make some jokes. Made a GI Jane two joke towards Jada Pinkett Smith, who was bald headed. Um, Will Smith then stood up, got walked up to the stage on live television, smacked this man across the face, follow through and everything. It was immaculate form. Um, yeah, and then went back to the seat. Went Keep back in mind that yeah. uh, Jada Pinkett Smith has a disease that's causing her to be bald. Correct. She has al- she has alopecia, which she's been open about for the past few years. Um, you know, I-, I understand that this is a sensitive topic to some people. Some people take it more seriously than others. Um, you know, as a person who's dealing with you know my own hair loss, <laughs> it's, well, it's you ain't got a disease. You got her- hereditary. True. That is one thousand percent correct. I, but no, but, here, but here's my thing. No, like it's just choice, though. No, exactly. <laughs> it's not my choice. So let me tell you about the. the let's just get into. Let's go through this step by step. Mm. So the hair loss thing, I understand. I understand that you know a lot of people take the alopecia thing separately. Some take it more seriously than others. For I, for me and my personal hair loss journey, it fucks with you mentally. Trust me, it still fucks with me to this day. Um, <laughs> And I can imagine like where like you're losing clumps of your hair at one time and like it's and like you've had long hair for pretty much your entire life, then you're losing it all of a sudden it messes with you. It does. Yeah. Um, and everybody mm-hmm. takes it, you know, their own way. For me, it, it still messes with, with me to this day. I understand for Jada that she had a really hard time with it. I'm sure for Will being there while she was having a hard time with it probably affected their relationship and made him more sensitive to it, just like she she did. Um, so, yeah, that part I understand. Um the joke, let, all right, let's, so we got to the alopecia part. You guys want to get to the joke part next, or do we go to the slap? Get to the joke part. Mm. Okay. So the joke was, he had made other jokes to other people in the, who were in the audience. Then he looked at Jada Pinkett, said that she's starring in G.I. Jane 2, which was a movie that came out in the 90s about G.I. Jane starring Demi Moore, where a woman joins the army, and in the movie, she's shaved, she shaved her head bald. So um, that's where the joke originated from. 
it wasn't a good joke in my estimation. I thought it wasn't it was, a good one to me either. It, I mm-hmm. feel like it I feel like it's Chris Rock, one of the funniest human beings ever. I feel like he should have came with a better joke. <laughs> um, like that's punching down for him in a lot of ways when it comes to that joke. Um, so what were you, did you guys think the joke was bad too? Um, I think <laughs> so, so it was bad. I, yeah. Well, nah. It wasn't his best work. You could, you could I, tell. I, I would say had, this. I would yeah, say this. Yeah. If you knew about the disease, it's a bad joke. I don't think he knew. It, it wasn't even good enough to really, you know, look, like kind of laugh. Like, oh, that was a good one. No, nah, no, nah, it wasn't like that. And then if yeah. you did know about the disease, it's still kind of like, so the gi jane 2 thing it's a that's a joke you see in somebody's like twitter comments or like ig comments like that's something yeah. that some like random kid at home would make not one yeah. of the famous most famous comedians of all time also i said that backwards sorry if you knew Thank about you. it then the joke gotta be you know it gotta be a punchline funny right if you didn't know about it he could have kept that joke to himself because <laughs> it wasn't or right. I think I said it backwards again, but you get the point though. But. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> you're good. You're good. Um, yeah. Okay. So Jared, what were your your thoughts on the joke? Because you're you yeah, you feel like you're the most practiced comedian out of all of us. You you, you dabbled in it <laughs> a little bit. I, I I'm an enthusiast. <laughs> well, see, I didn't know so this is me learning that he uh wasn't the host. <laughs> And then no. he wasn't like I didn't realize that he was presenting an award, so it's completely okay. unnecessary whatsoever. Let me let me back that uh, up a little bit. Let me let me clarify it even more. He was yeah. not the host. He was not the host of right. the Oscars. The Oscars the ho- Oscars were hosted by Regina Hall, uh, Amy Schumer, and Wanda Sykes. So they had three separate three hosts doing different monologues together and all that stuff. They were doing all that stuff together. He was up there just as a presenter for an award. He had a script to read off the teleprompter, <laughs> but. Of course, he goes as most comedians do. They go off script and tell jokes to mm-hmm. people, get a laugh, and all that other stuff. And that's how, and that's what led to the moment. So yes, he was not the host. Yeah. He was up there presenting an award that he could have just literally got up there, said his bit, and sat down. Right. So like I get like the Oscars are kind of like their whole stick is like roasting each other. Like that's I, mean, yeah. I feel like that's what they evolved to. I don't really watch it too much anymore, but I have to imagine, especially after this, that that's what they still do. Yeah. But like I mean, like yeah, like we didn't need it <laughs> like i don't, I don't know I, I just it reminds me of the uh i mean every situation can remind you of a keen peel sketch but it's like the was it their their sketch about the the roast comedian yeah <laughs> where it's just like you know making jokes about people's physical appearance i mean making jokes about anybody's anything you're taking a bit of a risk that, that right. i mean there's a whole conversation you said about comedy but yeah. like yeah was the joke needed no was any of the neat jokes needed probably not but like are any jokes needed no (laughs) this this actually brings me to a great question uh as a comedian like like like, do people need to toughen up their skin (laughs) like do you need to be a little bit tougher or as like comedians do you need to be more aware of what's going on because i ain't gonna lie to you i look back at some of the comedians that are funny as hell and the awareness we know is there, but the amount of I don't give a fuck makes high. it funny. High. <laughs> Skyrocketing. Extremely funny. Yeah. High as yeah. gas prices. Which um, yeah, it's facts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I I've been wrestling with this a lot because every time something like this comes up, you know, there's always this conversation like, oh, what fun what com- can comedians say? They're trying to kill comedy. Um, you know, we can't make the jokes we want to make. I'm like, that's all bullshit, honestly. 
mm-hmm. comedy isn't going anywhere comedians aren't going anywhere if anything this is going to raise comedy up a level because a bunch of comedians are going to use this as fodder for new material um i think there has to be a line when it comes to you know human appearance because you don't because you literally don't know what people are going through like i remember when um before chadwick boseman passed away there was a picture that popped up of him walking i don't know if it was coming out of a hospital mm-hmm. or coming out of um coming out of some building or whatever where he looked like he had lost a lot of weight and then you know of course the internet does what the internet does and you know people were making jokes about it and making fun of his appearance and little did we know he had cancer and passed away a few months later um so there's always a line that there is with especially with comedy and for real honestly let's just be honest like comedians aren't doing anything like necessary like comedy <laughs> comedy it's it's such a spectrum because you have your really good comedians and ones who can tread that line and you have your ones that are just there for shock value just want to get your you know just want to upset you and just want to piss you off but when they're doing it in a way that's you know hurt, hurtful to others and that hurt other people's feelings intentionally that's when i have a problem with it i don't look at that as comedy i just look at that just as you know p- trying to piss people off like so comedy isn't going anywhere it's not being hurt by this you know if anything, this is going to up what comedians want to say and want to do. And there are going to be situations where comedians are going to get smacked and it's going to happen. It's happened in the past. It's happened all throughout time. Like, you know, people hear a joke that they don't like or are offended by. They press the comedian about it. And sometimes violence happens. It's just, it's how it goes. Um, so, no, I don't think I don't think comedy itself is going to be hurt by this. I don't think comedy's dead. It's not going anywhere. I think comedians just take themselves too seriously as they're they're operating the superior art form where they can say whatever they want and upset people and get away with it. And I don't necessarily think that's the case. I don't think that's been the case for a long time. I just think that, you know, people just need to, you know, if you can laugh at yourself, laugh at yourself. But if you if you're upset with something, you have the right to be upset about it. Like, that's just my thing with it. And, you know, I'm sensitive about stuff. So, you know, I don't know how I react in certain situations. But, mm. you know, I, I think that it's 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 something that's going to keep evolving. The question is going to keep coming up because comedians are going to just try to keep pissing people off for whatever reason. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think, yeah, like, like you said, like comedy just continues to evolve. So like, I agree. Like, I don't think it's like, oh, we're not allowed to say this and people are weak. Like, I think it's right. like, no, okay. Like we're evolving to like disrespectful. It looks like a different thing. Like the, the kind of the borders of it are, are ever growing and ever shifting. Mm-hmm. And it's like things that were funny and like, decent 300 years ago don't look like what they do now and it's like 300 years before that it was different like so on and so forth so it's like yeah like I just think like the the border shift that like what people are okay with and like want to hear are different because I mean yeah. I think comedy kind of reflects what as a society is you know if that makes sense so like yeah like like what kind of jokes do people make or how people view each other or something like that right right yeah. so like I yeah I, I think it just adapts as a society does and like if we're like hey like these jokes aren't funny and they're like mean and hurtful like okay like adapt to that like that's and it's and like like there has to be like um i don't want to say there needs to be like a governing body because like comedians are you know they're so <laughs> yeah. they're so they're they're literally individuals that they're writing material to a joke you know, regulatory board <laughs> yeah there's no <laughs> there's nothing like that like there's no union for the shit um but no, but like, I just, I think they just have to be better. Like they have to be better about what kind of jokes they think that they're getting a reaction out of and what they're actually doing and what like the commentary that they're making. Like, 
like yeah. a lot of like if you go back and look at like ones from the eight you can't make jokes from the 80s and like early 90s anymore like because they were just the way they would talk about you know gay people and different races like it's you can't make those jokes anymore because it's just not necessary so yeah i just think that they have to be better and like evolve a little bit more and try to do something that's just not that's not targeted and pissing people off and if that's the, your target just to upset people and get a reaction then what are you then what are you really trying to do like what's the what's your voice actually doing that's that's my whole thing and uh, honestly also another thing with comedians you talk shit you get hit you 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 have the right to free speech you have the right to say whatever you want you also have the right to get the shit smacked out of you it can happen it can happen so uh, <clears throat> I'm a jump ship and <laughs> and uh, not strongly disagree, but I do think people need a little bit tougher skin. Um, I will say this. I don't know any good comedians as of our generation. I mean, you probably got one in Kevin Hart, but Kevin Hart doesn't really do stand up anymore. And like, I think I think like, you guys brought up a good question about comedy being dead, which I didn't really think about to now. I think it, it kind of is just a little bit because like, nah. uh, I can name, like name, name, top, name top five comedians right now. Are you talking like stand-up? Yeah, stand-up. I, I mean, I, just because I don't know like five off the top of my head. I mean, like, like I mean here, like, let me say this. I'll say I, this. I, I get what you're saying, but like, you know, yeah. back in the day, like I right. remember as a kid, top five comedians, no hesitation, like yeah. no remorse. Like you could easily come with them. And here's, I just, the thing. here's the thing now. I think now with, you know, YouTube and podcasts and uh, Twitter and all this other stuff, we're not seeing the comedians in a traditional format. Like I've never been to a comedy show, right? But what I can do is if, if, if there's a young comedian and he has a set, oh, he put it up on his TikTok, he put it up on his Instagram, he put it on his Twitter. Like I, there's different avenues to, to be exposed to different comedians now. Oh no, definitely, yeah. yeah. But so, I mean- And of course you still have your, your Netflix specials, you still have your guys who are gonna go on tour. Um, and all that stuff you still have the traditional ways but now there's so many comedians out there who are exposing themselves through you know various social media sites and on youtube and you know have netflix or comedy special on netflix and hulu and like there's so many different ways to do it rather than when you know they're back in the day like you want to see a comedian you had to go to a show you had to go to see them on tour um so like like and i mean you know there's still the big ones that are going to tour like chris rock's on going to go on tour kevin hart's going on tour like all these there's still ways to go see them i just think that you know the top five is going to consistently change and it's going to be mainly because guys are getting their content out there in a much different way as, as opposed to like maybe like a decade or two ago but even then though that doesn't really you, mm -hmm. you would still have i mean you're just i think that kind of just proved my point that like mm -hmm. comedy is not as strong as it should be right yeah all these platforms and everything like that that you yeah. can present I mean, think about back in the day. You know how hard comedy had to be back in the day? Like, it was cracking jokes on subway trains. <laughs> like, yeah. stuff and stuff. And, like, we have all this content now, and mm -hmm. I can't name nobody that I'm like, oh, that person is extremely funny. I have you can. I, 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 I'll, I'll tell you what you can do. You can name five mm -hmm. dudes you find funny on Instagram rather than five actual stand-up comedians. Well, my, and then my, my question is, you know, like what what type of comedy are you personally ingesting? You right. know, like what are what are you kind of like watching? Because if like stand up, like because Netflix is like oversaturated with stand up specials. If you're not watching those, like that's like totally fair. But like, of mm -hmm. course, you're not gonna know them. You know, like I I don't know them. There's way too many. But like, I I wouldn't go so far to say comedy is like dead or like like 
slowly dying. You know, I, I think of it as being exciting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I would say comedy is like the people you just named are still going on tour. I'm like, they're already comedians. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, so, like, so like, you're not you're not naming. It's almost like a like when you listen to music. And yeah. you're like, oh yeah, man. You know, we got Jay Z in the game. Right, got, right, right. right. Like, bro, we, they've been there. Like, we ain't got nobody new. <laughs> so, so you're. Yeah. I think. So, are you trying? So, are you trying to find out who like the new hot young comedians are, or? Well, not just like new hot comedians coming up, mm-hmm. but like I guess what I'm trying to say, like when I look at comedy, I'm like this transition from the old to like new is mm-hmm. not good. Like, it's not. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's almost like that weird yeah. phase in hip hop where like we stopped getting lyrics and we got like all this like mumble rappers and we're all like, "Whoa, where are we going?" So and we're, then finally yeah. we got somebody that actually raps. We're like, "Okay, the game's in good hands. Like everything's good now." <laughs> <laughs> so it was like because I, I, oddly enough, I was listening to a podcast about this this week and they were discussing like when rap transitioned into like more like remember that whole hip hop is dead thing? Yeah. So. And like that was when when a bunch of cats were making radio records and like you know mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. New York was starting to sound like Atlanta and all that other stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then it was one. It was a couple albums that came out. One of the main ones that came out and kind of shift that was Lupe's uh, Food and Liquor. So once Food and Liquor came out, everybody started getting back to rapping. So like, yeah. I think we're at, we're at that phase, and we're like when you know Migos dropped Bad and Bougie, like when everything kind of shifted to like a different kind of flow. And now we're now we're looking for like what's next like who's the next hot like you know comedian or whatever because you've got the legends out the legends are going to continue to tour and sell out and all yeah, that but now exactly. you're trying now i think we're, we're getting to a stage mm-hmm. where we need to figure out who's next at this because right. i'm you know i'm not I, i'm not tired of the older comedians but i just need to see what else they can do like for example the last couple dave Chappelle specials that are on netflix i didn't find funny at all i mean i chuckled at a couple other moments and like mm-hmm you know, certain moments, a couple here and there, but compared to like his older stuff and like even his first two specials that were on Netflix out of the four that he dropped, I think, um, like I didn't find the last two funny at all. Like they were more spoken word and trying to, you know, prove a point and trying to educate, not educate the audience, but trying to like talk down to the audience about, you know, certain things that Mm -hmm. he had been going through. So, you know, I think we've been doing since like, which he's been doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, but I think that's part of the evolution. Like a lot of guys aren't going to tell the jokes that they're going that they were telling like when they were coming up. There's an evolution to it. They grow. They try new things. They tell they tell different stories. They, you know, they do all that. And I think with cases like Kevin Hart, like Kevin Hart isn't necessarily like the controversial going to say something just to get the hot takes off comedian. Oh, no. He tells he tells more family stories, stuff about his life, like personal experiences and all that. So, and I think he's kind of cornered that market to where that's accessible for everybody, um, you know. But I just think that there has to be something to where the, just the intention to upset people has never been. It's for me personally, that's just never been a good access point to mm-hmm. comedy for me, just because you're trying to get just the attempt, the, the focusing in on getting a negative reaction out of people, just like oh they're gonna try to cancel me for this, oh they're gonna get a reaction out of this, like that just doesn't work for me anymore. I don't think, um, but see, that's the thing though. I don't think like mm-hmm. back then, like that they were right. They were trying. Like, you thought that they were trying nobody to was right. intentionally trying to hurt nobody, mm-hmm. and it's a lot just, of it yeah. is just jokes. You're just like mm-hmm. talking about it. You know what I'm right. saying? And I, trust me, there's a really, really like 
big line between like intentionally trying to hurt a group of people mm-hmm. as opposed to like just kind of cracking a joke. Right. And and I think that's the 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 issue I'm kind of having. Well, I don't know if I'm kind of having, but the issue that comedy that comedy is having yeah. is because it's like at some point in time, some things is just it's a joke. Like it, it, yeah. it's cool, bro. It's fine. Like like it's it's good. And there's right. other cases where I'm like, okay, you intentionally try to do that. And right. like we should know the difference and like for example, like Will Smith, we all can agree that what the way he reacted was extremely wrong. Mm-hmm. That man should not have gone mm-hmm. on stage and slap somebody on live TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a bad right. look. Like that was a terrible look. <laughs> like it's yeah. awful. And right. even and even like even though the joke, like we all agree it wasn't good, yeah, he could have kept it to himself. And like, yeah, okay. But guess what? That's not what the headline's about. The headline's about <laughs> slapping the shit out of Chris Rock. Well, <laughs> and let the me... joke would have just been dust, like brush underneath the rug. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I I really wish that we can all like I wish that we there was you ever see the movie Click? Yeah. I mm-hmm. wish that there was a generational rewind button to where we could just rewind <laughs> and we can insert ourselves into that scenario and make it go a different way. To where now we're not we're focusing more on the Oscar win rather than him, you know, slapping just uh, Chris Rock at the Oscars. Yeah. Um, Great. So <clears throat> so bring let's so bring it back to Will Smith real quick. So I feel like we we had, we had a good conversation about comedy itself. But now yeah. can we relate that to Will Smith real quick? Because unfortunately, Will and Jada have been the headlines a lot over the past few years for, you know, for known reasons, but for reasons I feel like, you know, are none of our business as well. But they've so, made kind of a little see, bit. Yeah. Let me, I mean, let me. I was gonna <laughs> celebrity get culture there. is a whole I'm going to get there. <laughs> I'm going to get there. So, of course, they've put themselves in that scenario just with being so open about what they're going through in their marriage you know, the whole August Alcina thing, um, certain aspects of their, their parenting has come up, um, you know, stuff like that. So they've, they've had a lot of stories out, but for me, I, I feel, I felt for Will in that moment, just for him being upset because they've had so much shit come their way. And like a lot of stuff, of, of course, not all of it has been, you know, their fault or not all of it has been like just our fault. Of course they put stuff out there, but I, I do understand that as a human being, there's a certain point where, like you, you get tired of hearing stuff and you get tired of being in the headlines all the time. You get tired of, you know, people making jokes on you. So I understand, I understand why he was upset and why the joke may have upset him. Of course, I don't know him. I don't know what his mind, where his mind was at that point. Do I wish he handled that moment differently? Absolutely. Do I think he was in the absolute wrong? Absolutely. That's not what you do in that moment. I wish somebody would have stopped him as he was standing up and, you know, talk to him. So, um, shout, yeah. out to, shout out to Will Smith and his power because nobody, nobody even thought about it. <laughs> I don't like, think anybody realized it was about to go down. No, no one did. And of course, you know, and I, I just like, I, I have my, my issue with the, with the whole ceremony as a whole, which I'll, I'll brush over later. Um, but yeah, I think that in that moment, I wish somebody would have stopped him, stepped to him, I wish Jada would have grabbed him as he stood up. I wish mm-mm, mm-mm. Jada Jada wanted to smoke. No, no, no. Jada didn't do shit. I saw I saw the the view from a different angle. She sat there with her hands hands closed the whole time he was walking up there. Mm-hmm. She didn't do shit. Nah, um, Jada wanted to smoke. Oh yeah, one thousand percent. Which brings me to another point. But I'm gonna let Jared go after yeah. you finish doing. Go ahead, Jared. Go ahead, Jared. I feel like I'm talking to uh, Jared. Go ahead. <laughs> you teed me up. I don't know what I'm supposed to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I, but like uh, you were you were providing content. <laughs> no, no, no. I just I I, I wish uh, so. Getting back to the yeah. the moment itself, I wish it had gone differently. 
I wish that, yeah. you know, there could have been some a split second of, you know, maybe I shouldn't do that. Maybe I should, you know, just sit here, maybe have a stern look on my face, maybe just not give it any attention. Maybe I should just brush it off and keep it moving. Um, but of course, didn't happen. We're, we would be living in a completely alternate reality at this point yeah. if that happened. Uh, right. I'm sorry, Jared, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, no, you're totally, totally fine. Yeah, I, th I think my over overall thoughts were, about, were like, so bringing it to home, we've been on the uh, push Will Smith get an Oscar race yes. for forever. And like, this was going to be our moment. Like, I, I find out, I'm like, I'm, here I am about to find out Will Smith finally got the Oscar we've been pushing for. And it like, it gets overclouded by this story of him like <laughs> committing yeah. assault. Which right? it, yeah. And it's like, well, it, well, my thought is like, it, so it goes from uh, like a shit joke could have been like headline will smith gets an oscar some subline chris rock does a shitty joke will smith mm -hmm. upset about it later jay mm -hmm. smith you know jay pickett upset about it later too then we have a conversation about that instead it's chris rock becomes like a victim of the situation and then profits from it and it's like well that's fucked up <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> we don't insane. get to celebrate will smith's oscar and chris rock does better like that's not the right outcome it's crazy of this situation that's it's why i like that's why like i say like you just need a little bit of tougher skin even though Will Smith has been through a lot, though, I agree with you. Continue. Yeah. Yes. No, he's he has been. But I do understand in that moment, like just having that like it's it's crazy, like in our lives, like a split second can literally change everything. So oh, now, yes. like Will Smith's entire perception to a lot of people out there and I'll get to the people's reactions online and, and otherwise in a second, because a lot of y'all are batshit fucking crazy. <laughs> um, but like it's crazy. It's crazy how, you know, it's, I mean, it's an age old, it's age old adage, but you know, one second can change everything, you know, had he, you know, taken us, taken a step back, composed himself a little bit better. We wouldn't be having this, this conversation today. We would be up here shining a light on one of the most consistent actors of all time. Like a dude who has been putting out work consistently since I was a kid and like been there, been in on my TV screen or all movie screens for years now, like whether the movies are good or bad, he's still been there. And he's like done a lot behind the scenes as far as production wise and getting putting other actors on and like, you know, just just like the 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 orbit that Will Smith carries these days is crazy. And now all that is kind of shifted just from a split second decision. So, yeah. And, it, you know, for me, I get emotional about it. Well, for me, Sunday is, itself was a whole emotional day, um, you know, but for me, like because I've been a Will Smith Smith fan since Fresh Prince was on the air when I was, mm. you know, when I was staying up to watch Fresh Prince on NBC, like that, I remember that. Like I remember, and he's been like a consistent figure in my movie going experience for years now. It's like since I went to go see Independence Day for the first time. Like, you know, <laughs> it's crazy that like all, but it all that has shifted. All that is, it's 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 gotten to a point where like Howard Stern was on the radio comparing him to fucking Vladimir Putin. Like it's gotten that bad now. Oh, yeah, I know. That's just going too far. The the and. I guess what I think what got to me more than anything is I got really annoyed like that night because I knew that their reaction to it was going to cover any and all spectrums. Like mm -hmm. I knew like people were going to call for him to be um, kicked out of the Oscars. I knew people were going to call for him to get his Oscar stripped away. I knew I knew people were going to call for him to never work or do a movie again. I knew people were going to call for him to be arrested. Like I knew all the stuff was going to happen. And, and it's been happening over what, 48, 48 hours now. Like, yeah it's 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 insane it's like the the spectrum i knew the reactions to it were going to get out of hand real quick and, and they did and that part pisses me off because people are taking this completely out of hand like they're mm -hmm. acting like they were slapped like they were acting like they were the ones who were assaulted on stage like 
Well, it's, well, time out. Hold on, big oh, fella. Hold on, big fella. Yeah, grab, yeah. grab some water because you're going along. <laughs> grab some water and get you some air oxygen. No, I, I'm. I I I get um, I get upset about this stuff because I hate, I hate, I hate that you know. I hate. I just hate that one of you know. One of our best actors is being attacked like this, and like. I don't think his livelihood is going to change. I don't think really nothing's going to happen to him in the long run, like nothing drastic, but it still sucks that, you know, people are just coming out and treating him like he out there and committed capital murder. Brother, <laughs> it's insane to me. Brother, 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 brother. Like I say, get you some, get you some. I'm fine. I'm good. I'm, 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 I'm put the, I'll put the mic down. My bad. Let me wrong. That brother's hot right now. <laughs> I will say this though. Um, I will say this. We also live in a world where people look up to Kim Kardashian. So, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, that's what happens when you're in that type of position. And like you said, I don't think uh, I don't think anything like Will Smith career-wise is going to be crazy. He's going to be attacked. That's just what happens. And it's not just Will Smith; it's anybody in general. I mean, you make one mistake, and, and that's for anybody. To be honest with you, you make one mistake in your life, and it can change everything. You know that you're a big-time celebrity or just an average Joe like Jared over there. So. You know, <laughs> Um, it's possible. It's, and that's why I say, you know, that, that's why I think as a whole, and I don't know, maybe if tougher skin is the right word, but as a whole, people need to, you need to take 10 seconds and breathe. Yeah. Take, just like apply some patience. Yeah. I think that'd be like, like a good approach. Yeah, like you can be upset by it, but like, as far as your reaction, just temper your. Right. Cause like you can still be mad. No, nobody's saying that Will Smith doesn't have the right mm-hmm. to be mad. But like, but at the same time, there's there's like different ways to handle it. I mean, you were Smith. You could have easily went up there or went after the show, had a conversation with Chris Rock. You know what I'm saying? Like you guys said, and would be easier done with, dealt with way differently, et cetera, et cetera. So and he knows, and he knows that. Like he knows yeah. that he, mm-hmm. he could have, he knows he should have handled that differently. Like, right. But yeah. the problem is you got like half the world saying, oh yeah, it's time to throw these hands. Yeah. And look here, I'm all down the bottom <laughs> three nine then. But I ain't a guy like that. I mean, that's, I mean, that was a long walk to go there and make that decision. <laughs> yeah, plenty of time to pivot. <laughs> you had plenty of time between where he where he got up and when he got to the stage to you know stop him. Yeah, if somebody somebody mm-hmm. could have stepped in. He could have thought like, okay, it's not worth it. But you know, is but what it is, man. Either way, man. You know what? You know what? Was the biggest decision was should have left Jada Smith alone. <laughs> Just, it was. <laughs> Oh my God. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. In all serious, in all like jokes and stuff, Jada Piggy got to go. Okay, she messed with my boy Will. All right, that brother been through a lot. Okay, August Alcina, you know, uh, uh, the red talk table. Ah, ah, it's good for Jada Pickett Smith and other women. Yes, it is. But that boy will be going through it. <laughs> so, is it that Jada needs to, you know, pull that back a little bit? Because I, I don't, I would hate to. You know, get up here and you know feel like I'm disrespecting a black woman. I don't want to do that. Look, um, I, I would say this, and this goes for both sides, men and women. Mm-hmm. When you're married, there's some things that just need to stay between you. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, thank you. That's all I'm gonna say. Thank you. Thank you. I think I think that's the that that's the that's like the main thing I got from Will and Jada. Like, there's just some topics and some discussions and debates. They just need to stay between you and the person you're with. And it does need to be shared with the world. Just because of a simple fact of the world is not you. 
<laughs> everybody has different obstacles in their marriage. Everybody has different challenges in their marriage. And you know, if you if somebody asks you for that advice, that's cool. But if you you want to put it on open display, that's what gets a little messy. The worst type yeah, of advice is unsolicited advice. Right. <laughs> I want to spend a whole episode just going through like celebrity culture and how we like deify them and that this that like red talk table like all of it just like is like <laughs> right there in the set. Like we just love to go because like oh, we don't need any of it. We don't. And <laughs> like, I, we didn't we didn't ask for a single bit of it, but we like apparently need it to fuel our day. Yeah, I understand the idea behind it. I understand the idea of having these conversations and having these different yeah. topics covered in regards to, um, you know, your personal life and relationships and all that stuff. But to get to a point where we got to bring up an R&B singer from the from the late 2000s or from like, what, mid 2000s? I don't know when August Alcina, when well, did I, I love this come out? I, like, I, talk, I talked to an intern at my job, didn't even yeah. know who he was. And they're Thank like 19. You. Thank <laughs> you. Like, to bring up, August Alsina, who I don't know if he's even releasing music anymore, um, to like to put him on a national stage. That's when I knew that everything just needs to stop. Like <laughs> we just need to cut it out. Um, and we don't. And I, I I wish we didn't care so much. You know, I wish that we. I wish that they understood that we don't need to hear about that. Like I don't want them to think that there's currents there shouldn't be currency in like you telling us every single part of your marriage like i don't need that people don't need to see that but of course we live in the age of people who love reality tv and they love to be in these people's lives like that and when you offer that shit up you're offering up all this opinion and all this content for comedians and all this backlash to it so you know i i, I wish that 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 shit would go away if there's a red table talk that comes out of this <laughs> I, somebody getting cussed out <laughs> i'm cussing i, like, I, I, I want I, I should say like just at least for the record just because it doesn't look like three men bashing this like like i feel like yeah like it's not it's not that like there isn't support for like open communication like like you know Absolutely. and that's what no. it's it's specifically like at least for me, like celebrities like cherry picking which parts of their lives to give the world and like we like us mm-hmm. <laughs> suckling that and i and I, I i understand that part i understand that you know yeah, yeah, yeah. it is weird for us to sit up here and kill that but at the same time <laughs> there has to be a discussion of whether we need it or not like yeah that's no, why I have, totally. a, I have a problem with people who give just unsolicited relationship advice anyway but you know it is what it is yeah um okay so what do you guys what do you guys think is going to happen to will now there's already been discussions from the academy of suspending him um kicking him out of the academy to where he'll never be dominated again suspending him to where he'll never be invited back to the Oscars or wouldn't be back to inv- be invited or nominated to the Oscars for a certain amount of time. Some people are calling for his Oscar to be stripped away from him. Um, Which is stupid because his Oscar has nothing to do with what happened that night. His Oscar uh, has to do okay. with the movie. So, yeah. okay. so, so, but like realistically, I have my own realistic view of what's going to happen, but you know, I just want to see what do you guys think is going to happen to him? Like, do yeah. you guys think, Honestly, gonna... I think I think nothing's gonna happen from I mean, it. I think it's just a whole bunch of hype at the moment. Yeah, and I think nothing's gonna happen. I mean, Chris Rock has ticket sales; he's making more money. The Oscars is. Psh, I talked to somebody the other day. They didn't even know the Oscars was even on TV. So <laughs> the Oscars is probably gonna go up and rain too now. Right. So in a weird, in a weird, 
I don't know what to call this. It's a, <laughs> this weird moment in the in the in the zeitgeist. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those things where it's just like, and, th- and this is what's going to suck the most about it, right? What Will Smith did was not right, but because it brought so many attention, because the Oscars is more popular now, because Chris Rock ticket sales went up, it's almost like people are going to view it as like sometimes you just got to slap a person. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and that's not what really needs to happen. But unfortunately, the world is all about controversy. And, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Look, my prediction: you hit it on the head. Next, come next Oscars, it's going to be violence. It's going to be violence that the Oscars scripted. Like it's, they're like, hey, exactly what you, exactly what Christian said. I didn't even know the Oscars was on. <laughs> like people are watching it's down. Like there's. I literally was just gonna wait and look it up maybe like a week later just to see like if Will actually won Oscars just to find out I missed it by whole yeah. time. This. So, so look how many are people talking about it now? You know. So, so what are they gonna do next year? Violence. So Jared, so you want the Oscars to recreate that scene from the uh, the Kingsman the Secret Service when they when Samuel Jackson <laughs> oh unleashed that um, that oh, little uh, that cell phone thing in the church? Yeah, yeah. in the church. Yeah, basically. Uh, yeah. That's so, terrible. <laughs> and Chris Rock to one bad joke, everybody's goes all crazy. <laughs> so yeah, I think this is all gonna blow over. Not I don't think soon, because you know, everybody's all up in their arms and writing think pieces and articles on the shit. Um, it'll it'll calm down eventually. I think Will he's not gonna be invited to the Oscars next year. Granted, I don't think he has a movie coming out to where he'll be invited to go or nominated. <laughs> um, because uh, really the the invites are so based on nominations, like I don't think he has anything else coming out to where he'll be nominated for it. Um, no, I don't think so either. Nothing yeah. happened really. He has a, he has a movie coming out at the end of this year for Apple TV Plus. I don't think he's going to be doing any interviews or press for that. I think he, I think he's going to sit down for the rest of the year. And we're not going to see him. <laughs> Take a month. Yeah, um, but I think yeah he's not going to be invited to the Oscars next year or maybe a year or so after that. I think the people- uh, he'll be invited back if, if he's nominated, of course. So will be. I think he'll be invited back. I think that a good, a pretty cool moment will be him and Chris presenting an, an award together. I think that would be pretty That's cool. That's exactly what's going to happen yeah. exactly. next next year. Yeah, I can see them. <laughs> You're absolutely I, right. I can see them bringing them back to present an award together. You know, is, is that the Oscars capitalizing off of this moment? Absolutely. But yes. that's where we are. That's where we're at now. Um, so, yeah, I don't see uh, people are saying he needs to be stripped of his best actor and all that shit. No, he earned that. No, bro. He, he earned that, that shit. Bro. Y'all already yeah. robbed the man three times in, in like other few <laughs> movies he should have won. The hell? You robbed him for two happiness. You robbed him in seven pounds. Yeah. And if that's the case, then we need to go back and open up the books on every other person who's won an Oscar because mm-hmm. some nasty motherfuckers who got some Oscars. Exactly. <laughs> Facts. I feel like a lot of people should have Dog, they gave They gave Roman Polanski, who I think was, uh, he was either actor or director, mm-hmm. but they gave him an Oscar while he was on the run from a law for sexual assault. Um, like, it, it's some nastiness going on. So but he didn't slap anybody on stage, Aaron. Oh God, Jared. <laughs> he didn't commit assault. He didn't assault a man on stage. Whatever. No, it's uh, yeah, whatever. Um, but yeah, I don't think anything's I don't think anything super drastic is just gonna be a, a suspension where he won't be nominated or invited. Um, he's not gonna be he's not gonna be expelled from the academy or anything like that, you know. So we'll see. Um yeah, doesn't happen. Hey, it's just a whole bunch of talk. Everybody yeah, just talk. over yeah. and and by the time we get to May, everybody will like low key forgot by it. And uh, Chris Rock be cracking jokes by getting paid three hundred dollars a ticket. So exactly, exactly. I'm not worried about that. Um, okay, but let's let's bring up some highlights. So some highlights in the moment, though. Yes, right. 
I want to talk about this. William mm-hmm. Packer directed the Oscars. Produced. So produce, produced. Sorry, produced the, he produced or directed? Oh, yeah. I guess it directed too. So, yeah. Will Packer, most notably famous for producing, for putting all, you know, the most famous black comedians in one movie. Girls Trip, yes. Think Like a Man, Think Like a Man 2. Um, yeah. A lot of movies. Um, I, was, I was happy for him. I didn't know he was doing it until like a week or so before. Um, I knew he was doing it, um, and I probably should have paid more attention to it, knowing that he was doing it. But yeah. it's the Oscars, so it's a it's an interesting. But, <laughs> but there were there were certain issues that I had with certain moments in the Oscars. Mainly, so they do this in memoriam thing where they basically highlight all the actors that have passed away in the past year, mm. and like usually it's like a somber moment where like a singer and a piano, and there's like the beautiful song playing in the background as the clips slash up of the actors mm-hmm. who pass away. This year, they had a, they, they, this year they had a gospel choir and dancers and shit like it was really upbeat i was like, i was like huh that's a choice like that's you know that's a thing and yeah. then they came yeah. out and did a um they did a tribute to the godfather where they brought out francis Ford coppola who was the director and then um al pacino and robert de niro they all came out and they were playing clips of the movie with like bad boy songs in the background <laughs> For they were what? showing clips from Godfather 2 with all, all about the Benjamins playing in the background. That <laughs> was hilarious. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Um, but yeah, it was certain moments that I had issues with. But overall, you know, it was, you know, one of the more entertaining Oscars. Shout out to Will Packer. Um, you know, and the band director. I think the band director this year for the first time was a black man. Um, yeah. Yeah. Really dope. Really dope to see. Um, I actually... That's cool different from y'all i pay attention to the oscars i look forward to the oscars every year because i'm just I'm, I'm a fan of the cinema fan of films i'm a fan of movies are you really though yeah i watched i watched the majority of the movie i watched the majority of the movies that were nominated for best for you know all these different awards um you know just because i like movies i like going to the movies i like sitting down in my home and watching movies i do i'll, I'll put the movies too but the movies i like to watch ain't never nominated up there, so i don't never <laughs> the so my problem with the oscars is so okay so Coda, the, the best picture? Yes. Apple spent $10 million on campaigning for Correct. it. To, for nominate. And like that, I'm just like, scrap it. Scrap the Oscars. Restart no. it. You know, yeah. like the, where we've gotten is in, because I think, listen, we have to celebrate our, you know, actors, writers, producers, directors, like celebrate cinema. I think it's beautiful. What right. has become? What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, the like, campaign the campaigning part is is funny because you have all these the campaigning season is basically when for those of you who don't or aren't aware of Oscar campaigns and all that when you're seeing like movies that are nominated and the actors who are nominated in those movies when you're seeing them do interviews and in different parties and like at all these special events they, they're com- campaigning to get their movie voted for. So like Coda had a, had a pretty good campaign. They were doing these different interviews. They were everywhere. They were at the they're at the White House two days before the Oscars. Like they were doing all this stuff to to promote the movie, and and even more sad about the Will Smith thing. He had run, run a flawless campaign. Like he was he was doing appearances. He was all over the country. He was all over the world promoting this movie. Like he was doing a really good campaign. Um, but yeah, the campaigning part is weird. The whole Academy itself is weird. Um, the the numbers I think were up fifty percent, but they're still low. Like fifteen million is pretty low for the Oscars. Look here, bro. Yes. I, I tell you why it's low in a minute. Because look here, you trying to tell me these? I'm about to list these movies off and tell me if you watched them. Go ahead. Nightmare Alley. I did watch that. Mm. Didn't enjoy it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's a nomination. Now go ahead. Go ahead. Don't look up. Watch. I watched that. Didn't enjoy it. Dune. I actually watched that one. I watched that. I, I enjoyed Dune. Yeah. 
Drive My Car. Didn't watch that. It's a three-hour. It's a three-hour foreign language movie. I don't think a lot of people watch that. It's on HBO Max, by the way. I heard it's good. I'm gonna watch it eventually. Belfast. Didn't watch that. It's still in theaters. I wouldn't go paying to watch that. Licorice Pizza. Did not watch that. That's the Power of the Dog. Watch that. It's on Netflix. Boring as hell. West Side Story. I watched that. I'm not big on musicals. And then King Richard. I know you got. I know you King got. Richard. Yeah. And then Coda won, so, won the best picture. So you watch five out of ten movies I just named. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you try to tell me that the Oscars is worth watching? No, you just I'm, three of them more. And <laughs> here's the thing. Look, I as a as a fan, uh, as a kid who's watched the Oscars since I was a child, I understand that the Oscars are a hard sell. I understand, especially now, because now you're not getting the, you know, the um, like the Cuba Gooding Jr. moment where he won his first Oscar for uh for Jerry Maguire. You're not getting these like feel good, warm moments anymore. It feels like it feels produced. It doesn't feel organic anymore. Like the Oscars are a hard sell. It's hard to get people to sit there and for two or three hours and watch all these people accept these different awards and you're not connected to it because you didn't see the movie. Yeah, because some of these movies are not yeah. worth you seeing. Mm-hmm. No, 1,000%. I understand. So, but that probably... Yeah, go ahead. Yo, what's Tick, Tick, Boom? Andrew Garfield got nominated <laughs> for Best Actor? What the hell is that? I could explain it to you, but I, but it's fine. It's not worth it. It's not fine. I haven't watched, I haven't watched Tick, Tick, Boom, but I know what it's about. Um, yeah, like I, pay, I personally pay attention to this stuff and I enjoy it. I enjoy, you know, watching the movies, but I understand that it's a hard, really hard sell for people. That's why I'll never tell people to watch the Oscars. I will recommend the Oscars to people. Cause they, they don't even need a recommendation. I know. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> as far as it's concerned, I could be the only person watching the Oscars every year and I'll be fine. We're still going to get this award every year. We're still going to get the, you know, the big moment every year. Um, but yeah, they, they do have a ratings problem, and I think that they need to do something to to fix it up. Because I think that's what the Will Packer thing was. They I think getting him, I know, I know. They're, they're trying to make it more youthful, but it's hard because it's a three-hour nah. show about movies. No, but like, right. Well, this is so. This is what I was thinking about it. Like when I saw a commercial with the Grammys, I was like, "Damn, it sucks." Because the Grammys really like the awards are given out. You can perform live, right? The Oscars, you can't do a play for each movie. <laughs> like, so that's going to be a thirty-hour event. Yeah, but what they did was this year they put Beyonce because they put they put all the people who were nominated for best original song. They had them perform the songs. So Beyonce the Grammys actually, did it, baby. Yeah. So Beyonce <laughs> actually has a song nominated, and she which she lost. Uh-huh. So she opened the show. So I think that that was meant to really get a lot of eyes on it. And then they had Billie Eilish perform and they performed uh, don't, the song from Encanto. Um, yeah, I see that. I with, that. A, with a Meg Thee Stallion verse that was equally hilarious. Because <laughs> she, she, she ended the verse with saying, we don't talk about Bruno and then ah. And I, I just started laughing. Hello. Okay. That's what we don't need. Okay. <laughs> I you was know, laughing my ass off. You would make the Oscars more like you know enjoyable for the young for starters. Half these movies, ain't nobody 12 or younger is watching. Hey, ain't nobody <laughs> 16 or younger is watching. Mm-hmm. So you cut that out now. Yeah. yeah. So you so you would you want Spider-Man No Way Home nominated for Best Picture? I mean, you can put it up in there. Okay. I don't well, know. I, I am cu- I am curious what the metrics are for Yeah, for, like because like, like I know so. So I'm looking at the, you know, just the top domestic grossing movies right. in the box office for last right. year. And like top 10, basically. Well, okay. Top top 
six or superhero movies. The Fast and Furious might as well be superhero movies, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, and like Bond, it. and it's all you know, they're all blockbusters, which makes yeah. sense. People want to go to enjoy it. So I'm just like, I get like Free Guy is not a good movie. So I get like just because it's grossing, but like these are the movies yeah. people are watching. Right. What I'm just curious for transparency, what are they grading? The movies on because the, the movies yeah. that are nominated for best picture like most of the time they are good like i get i'm like oh shit okay <laughs> i see the vision. yeah yeah but they're yeah, not but... they're not anything that's like attracting a, an entirely right. global audience like mm-hmm. had you know if you put the top 10 like most gro- biggest grossing pictures of the year like nominated for best picture and if that's the metric that you use that will get you a lot more eyes because people have seen that movie and they want to see if that movie can you know can do it can win the award I just want to throw a real quick fact out there. Cruella won an Oscar for Best Costume Design, and I agree with that. Shout out to Cruella. Yeah, Cruella won. Yeah, shout out to Cruella. What did did Suicide Squad win, Aaron? You remember that? The Academy Award winning film? I think it won Best Sound that year or like something. something. So, but I will say this. So So they tried to interject what people love into the Oscars this year. They had a segment called the the fan favorite segments where mm. they had like an audience. They had the, the most the biggest cheer moment and the biggest um, another moment that was related to like superhero movies. Right. So and they ranked them from like five to one. And the so I'll tell you one scene that got the biggest cheer moment was the scene where the Flash enters the Speed Force in the Zack Snyder cut of the Justice League. <laughs> No, oh, they showed that scene at the Oscars. That's fair. It doesn't me- it doesn't uh, mesh well. <laughs> it doesn't mesh well because, for one, it's not the biggest cheer moment because nobody saw it in theaters. Um, but yeah, they're they're trying to do it, but I don't. I think it'll take for them to actually nominate movies that people have actually seen and people people actually care about. Because um, right. now it's just I, I just yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I just, I'm I, talking way too much. <laughs> no, man, you're, you're uh, passionate about the Oscars. You're passionate about cinema. I love it. My, my thought is like, there just at some point has to be like the Venn diagram, the blend between like movies that people are seeing, you know, the yeah. domestic gross, box office, and then the peop- the movies that like are campaigned for or whatever right. like that. They're pushing because they're, they're good. There has to be like some middle ground. Yeah. yeah the, ther- the third movie, yeah. Venom okay. 2, that, yeah. Don't put that in the Oscars. Don't I don't want in. Venom let to be card. But right. at the same time, like, if that many people are going to see, you know what I mean? There's, there's got to be a middle ground. What Jared is asking for is what the NBA, you know, all-star votes do to their players, you know? You get 50% of the actual public, <laughs> what, what they actually feel, and you have their 50% criteria, and you combine them together and see if you can look, find an equal medium. Look, no, don't leave that shit up to the fans. The fans gonna put some sick shit in the, in the best picture category. Brother, brother. I know. Jared just facts that Fast Furious is a top five gross movie. That's sticking in itself. But do but do I want would I want to see Vin Diesel up there getting nominated for best actor? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, here, here's here's the thing. Some of these I'm just like, okay, I, I I guess let me watch the movie and like maybe I'll figure it out like best actor. I got you. You know, um, even this like the best short documentary. I like that, you know, especially when Kobe won it that one year. That was right. pretty dope. Some of these movies or some of these things I'm looking at, and I'm like, all right, yeah, I probably need to watch this. You know, oh, actually, I think so. This year they had a they had, they try to like bring in the the famous people who are executive producers of documentaries award. They had the um, there was a documentary The Queen of Basketball that was executive produced by Shaq and Steph Curry. That one, yep. that one. Although I don't know if executive producers actually get the Oscar trophy itself because. 
Yeah, I gotta look into that. But that, but that <laughs> a lot of EPs on set. <laughs> yeah, a lot of EPs. Um, but no, I think the the like the most heartwarming moment for me outside of Will Smith winning in his speech was seeing Questlove get up there and accept for Summer of Soul. Um, yeah, it was because I I, I I promise you, you will be entertained by this because it's something that literally nobody knew existed until it came out. So, yeah. yeah I mean, I look, I get it. You know, not everything that I personally watch should be like nominated up there because like, right. I don't think, uh, I don't think Tom Holland is like the greatest actor this, this past year from Spider-Man No Way Home. I mean, it was a great movie. So but I don't think he's the best actor though. Okay, so you wouldn't want to see him nominated for Best Actor or... Nah, nah, okay. nah. I just think uh, it, these movies that they got listed, I'm just like, you can cut this down in half, bro. Yeah, you but they, put, they, usually put the, they usually put like the movies that you've seen in like Best Visual Effects or Best Sound. Mm-hmm. Like Dune, Dune swept all the visual and sound awards. Like it, yeah, it took home sense. like six or seven. So I think we need to transition that into like what people are actually like paying there to see because we all know like best picture best actor best actress mm-hmm. best supporting like those are the big ones if you start yeah. putting like bigger movies in those categories that's going to get more eyes on it yeah, then yeah again, no. you're telling that to change from an international board of you know people who've been watching movies for hundreds of years so like we're not gonna yeah. it's not gonna change anything well, and the movies that win best picture you know they're, they're putting like apple put 10 million into it because like they're expected to get a pay bump right. back into it for like the award stamp mm-hmm. so it's like i get they're you know they're pushing it to get money out of it that's why we're just like burn it down start it from the ground up we're just it's fine we need the awards we don't need it like this yeah let me let me handle the oscars i'll set all that shit straight you know i trust you i don't trust you we're good um anyway fast nine will fast nine would have got at least 10 awards yeah exactly all the reason why i don't trust i'm sorry i can't somebody that's fast and furious franchise (laughs) above the marvel franchise that's just in game End game would have got 10 Oscars. <laughs> we you, had given, you had nominated Thanos as the best actor. Absolutely. Like absolutely. <laughs> oh, one more thing that the Oscars missed out on. So Samuel L. Jackson, who I don't think has ever won an Oscar, got an honorary Oscar at a, at a, at a ceremony on Friday night before the Oscars. Which yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you don't put that on television for people to see, but that's just... Wait, I love an honorary yes. Oscar. How arbitrary is that? It's crazy, right? I don't know if Samuel L. Jackson has an Oscar. I, did? I really don't. I should have looked this up because look, look it up now. yeah, look it up for me. Because I could have uh, sworn. Does he have? Because I don't know what he would have won one for. I'm not a visual effect. <laughs> yeah, Pulp Fiction. Yeah, he won one for Pulp Fiction. He does have one for Pulp Fiction. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm, saying, I'm pretty sure he got one for Pulp Fiction. Got it. Okay. Cool. Uh, granted, you know he deserves some other ones like Django deserves an Oscar. Mm, okay. Uh, you can make an argument. You may um, argue. That one. You can. Yeah, you can. Yeah, he got um, one for Independent Spirit Award for Best Metal Lead in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, mm-hmm. but damn, he hasn't won nothing since Pulp Fiction. Well, I mean, when you think about the Oscar. Wait, did you, you say Independent Spirit Award? Yeah, yeah. So that's a different award show. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's won awards, but he hasn't. But he got yeah. an honorary Oscar. For, this was basically like a lifetime achievement award kind of thing. Denzel yeah. Washington in, or inducted him or like gave the uh, introductory speech to him. I thought that would have been a really cool moment to see. I thought that would have boosted the ratings a lot more. Just because it's Denzel Washington and Samuel L. Jackson on a microphone, like I would have, <laughs> I'd have paid good money to see that. Um, but yeah, that's just me. So he doesn't have an Oscar. Maybe right. he. Yeah, all of these are like different awards. Yeah, he has different awards, but yeah, other than Oscar for Pulp Fiction, I don't think he's won anything else. I mean, um, he he has Capital One. What you know? Does he need an Oscar? He's yeah. got the check. 
Yes, that man, this man deserves an Oscar. What's, hey, what's in his wallet? Not an Oscar. That man deserves an Oscar. Okay, so we're now we're getting on the, the Samuel Jackson. <laughs> yeah, Will so Smith once, <laughs> okay, so Will Smith got his, so now we're on the Samuel Jackson. And with Samuel Jackson, right. is, he's gonna walk up and smack um somebody who was up there on the stage. Okay, do we have anything uh, else on this whole Will oh, Smith okay. Oscar thing? I, I, he was a nominee for Pulp Fiction. He did not win. See, okay, cool. All right, I'm not losing my mind. That's some BS. Okay, Jared. I love we. Uh, it didn't. We didn't even have one day where we can enjoy not having to push someone to get an Oscar. But here we are, Samuel Jackson Oscar train. Damn, so, uh, seventy-three years old and never won an Oscar. Do you know I me? Mean? He's seventy-three. Yes, yeah, he's, up, yeah, he's up there. Jackson's old. He looks great. He yeah, right? Oh my god! But he ain't wow. won an Oscar. Are you kidding me? Pulp well, Fiction. Think... Uh, yeah, Pope Carter. Coach Carter, yes, Coach Carter. I was trying to think of the movie. For as much as people like want to quote that movie, he ain't one for Coach Carter. Oh god, Coach Crazy. Carter. When I was in high school, dog, that changed everything. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna say Samuel Jackson deserves one shaft, but in, in the Black Hood Academy Awards, he does. Oh, he does. Yeah. 100%. Deep Blue Sea. We're not giving him an Oscar for Deep Blue Sea, Jared. <laughs> oh, that movie was, I watched that movie the other day. That movie was rough. <laughs> you watched it the other day. <laughs> it's on sci-fi all the time. Yeah. And I keep watching it thinking that like, oh yeah, I like this movie. And I was like, you know what? I really didn't like this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's certain yeah, there's a lot of he's done like a ridiculous he has at least four movies dropping every year. Or at least if there was a run where he was on that like every year. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm trying, like, he didn't get none for that. Uh, even though it was a terrible movie, you hate for eight. The movie was awful. Snakes on a plane. That's somewhat Snakes. Oscar level worthy. Uh, His yeah. appearance in Coming to America, <laughs> where he was Robert <laughs> Number Two. Yeah, stop, stop naming all the movies we know that don't don't win Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think what he would have. I mean, he maybe would have gotten nominated for Django, um, Hateful Eight, maybe. I'm saying Hateful Eight was terrible, but it's Oscar worthy. Yeah. I, I, mm, mm, mm. Has he ever cried in a movie? I can't remember. Because I feel like that's what you have to do to get the Oscar. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll do know. our research at the start of our campaign. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll start we the campaign. Next week. Some period to go through. Okay. Anything else on Will Smith, the Oscars? Um anything else on that from you guys? That's it, man. All right. Well, nah. people calm down. He didn't go, go up there and smack. He didn't commit capital murder on that man. Everybody's fine. Everybody woke up rich. Everybody woke up. Chris Rock face he did. Oh, come out that man's mouth. He's fine. Um, he was, he's going on tour. He's going to make jokes about it. He's going to make another million dollars off of it. He'll be fine. Will Smith will go sit down for a bit. Nothing drastic is going to happen to him. So everybody just move on. Get a divorce. <laughs> I am not one to advocate for divorce. It was their business. <laughs> it's their business, but conversations. They want to do, but good. Yeah. Conversations. Yeah, conversation. conversation. <laughs> that red table talk guy, guy needs some restrictions or something on it. Would they? You think they're gonna get uh, Chris Rock on the red table so they can? Oh yeah, on? definitely. Yeah, just so he gets slapped again. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be Will Smith. He's gonna be in there doing the crying emoji like last time. Yeah, yeah. Chris Rock gonna be there. Yeah, and Will Smith's gonna look like mm-hmm. Okay. 
I'm I, sorry, I, nah. Yeah, I could say more on it, but I don't really want to. And I'm really over this entire thing. I'm over this entire <laughs> conversation. Um, you know, everybody, move, everybody go back to the corners, cool the fuck out, get you a Sprite and calm down. Um, right. Okay. Uh, so yeah, we're, not, uh, we're not sponsored by Sprite. Shit, we will be one day. The greatest yeah. soda in the world. That's big hopes. <laughs> yeah, high hopes there. Yeah. Look, I'm, nothing quite goes down like a nice, crisp, refreshing glass of Sprite. And it, it pairs Next well with everything. Uncle Tito's, baby. Yes, sir. <laughs> Tito's yeah. vodka. Yes, sir. That's yeah. the beautiful thing about Sprite. It pairs well with everything. Come on down and get yourself a nice glass of Sprite. I ain't pairing no Sprite with Tito's. I can't Uncle Tito! I want no Tito? No, hell, hell no, I want no damn Tito. Uncle Tito! Tito ain't, no, <laughs> Tito ain't no kin of mine. Fuck Tito. <laughs> I, I was uh, I was making steak the other day. I was feeling high, like high and mighty, feeling fancy. Uh, so I was like, I'm gonna have just Crown Royal straight. Uh, and I took one sip. And I just started. Oh, I was home. I, I was like, and Grace was like, "What's wrong? Are you okay?" And I was like, "I'm trying to drink trying Crown to Royal." <laughs> Jared, Jared has a steak and a, and some whiskey like he was in 1952. <laughs> it was like a beautiful. It was like the sun was out. I like I, I marinated it just right. The smells were on point. I was like, let me let me get this mm, delicious. Just put some ice cubes in. I was like, ooh, and then one sip. I was like, <laughs> I just got the image of Jared walking in the house and his wife made him a steak a steak dinner. Throws his bags by the door and shit with a suit and tie on like it's fucking 19. I guess the 1950s. <laughs> You'll never know how hard it was at work. What was that? Uh, oh my goodness! What's her name? Would she take it back to the eighties? WandaVision. WandaVision. Yeah. <laughs> Jared's vision. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to act normal. Jared is vision. All types of trouble at home. <laughs> Jared is vision. That's Damn. how funny. Um, Damn, I do often think about the ship of Theseus. I, I did ask. <laughs> What did you do? I, I did. I asked Grace about it. I was curious what her thoughts on it. Where I gave her the thought experiment on the ship of Theseus, and we man. had a we had a whole philosophical conversation about it. You, you are Vision. God, damn. I really am. And Jared's Vision, his girls Wanda. For, look, uh, just some uh, some backstory for listeners. We've been arguing for years about which one of us is which Marvel character. I've said I Black Panther. Uh, and we, we all agree that you are off by a long shot. I am. Iron I am Black Panther. You are Iron Man. Just actually, actually, capital actually, asshole. Now that I think about it, you're Ultron. You're Ultron for sure, for sure. You would definitely look at the world and just be like, you know what, this shit gotta go. You're Ultron for sure, for sure. Okay, I'm I'm 32 now. Give me till I'm 40, and that might be my, <laughs> be my world. Be. Yeah, you you keep on the internet like this. <laughs> yeah, right. Give me like give me give me eight more years, and I'm I'm gonna get there. I can definitely see you like, like you know, just like looking at your kids, looking at society and school, and just being like, "This shit got to go." <laughs> shit, that's me now. <laughs> no kids and, and and no parenting in schools. <laughs> have you seen what's happening in Florida? I have zero hope for society. Uh, <laughs> no, but so we've established I am Black Panther. Uh, so oh, Jared is now vision. Establish that you are. Uh, let me. I'm gonna take over from here because obviously you're not getting the message. Aaron's Otron. <laughs> Previously, Aaron's I was Captain Iron America because of my Aaron was Captain American. No, you was not Captain America because of no no type of body fluid whatsoever, big fella. If anything, you might right. need a machine. Thick Christmas ham. 
<laughs> Brother, don't ever refer to your booty as hams. Uh, <laughs> so no, for the longest time, Jared was Agent Coulson. Um, no. <laughs> I feel like you guys wanted me to be uh, uh, Captain America before he got the Super Soldier Serum. So One thousand percent. You that, are Captain America. Really yeah. After we have talked about it, though, you are definitely Vision. You are Vision. You are Vision. Vision. Aaron, you are Ultron. Yeah. And I'm going to stick with Thor for now. You're not um, Thor. <laughs> I am definitely Thor. You want me to take my shirt off again? No, <laughs> Christian. No. <laughs> no. I mean, well, I feel like you have your uh, Star-Lord moments. Is my... My what? Star-Lord. Kind of like a child, but somehow he figures it out. Eh, no, I'm not that bad. We're... Not that bad. <laughs> I'm not that bad. Star Lord. We'll, we'll, nah. we'll get to the bottom of it. It'll it'll find itself. Negro, you are a mantis. Um Ooh. why is the fuck out of you? The disrespect. <laughs> you are a mantis from now on. You will hear by <laughs> you're a mantis and you're Batista. His name is uh Drax. Yeah, Drax for sure for sure. Just big and dumb as hell. Actually, Um Okay, so now we've gotten to that. Is there anything you guys want to hit on or talk about or got questions about or just want to rant about? Because I feel like I've, I need to give you guys the floor because I feel like I've stopped talking entirely too much this episode. Oh, uh, no, man. Just, are, are we on time? Are we? Are we yeah, yeah. I think who we're, gives a shit? We'll be here for yeah, another I think hour. We're a too. Yeah. <laughs> All I'll say is, due to your long winded speeches, uh, you, you should owe me and Jared the floor next week. And you should sit back and be quiet as we roast you oh, and see if you can. Uh, uh, there's a fan favorite Jared Wildcard coming up that nobody's gonna tune into. Fuck. Uh, you know, you know what? You're right. So next week it'll yeah. just be a two-man episode. I will be here for moral support. <laughs> um my mic will so be we, off. We all I won't put say in, a word. We all put in 33%. That's nah, you ain't so. give it. I'm just giving you a hard time. I know. Um, I'm about to do another wild card weekend from Jared. I'm gonna have to <laughs> <laughs> I need you to prepare me by hitting the vans yeah. and those crown cans well, and I, I have to wait till our listenership peaks so that we can plummet. Listen, I know you all aren't loyal out there. We have the numbers. I know the it's sad not thing we're is, Jerry would have a wild weekend, and like somebody would like text me or message me and be like, "Dang, Jerry has a good point." And I'm like, "Why? They, nobody uh, listens to me. Listen to my word." <laughs> I don't need that. I don't need that. <laughs> you, I don't want you that on my need conscience. to hear me. <laughs> um. Then. Okay, so next week I'm not saying shit. <laughs> Jared's taking over. Okay, I'll put that. I'll put that on the ledger next week, which will be for my new place. Um, oh, ooh, yeah, moving. Hmm. Um. Okay. Do I have anything else? Do I have anything else? Do I have anything else? Yeah, I don't think I have anything else. I think I'm good. Um. Anything you guys want to plug? Anything you guys want to that you're watching or listening to that you guys want to put out there? Um, you know, I'm in my anime kick right now, so I am watching Attack on Titan. Okay. I'm catching up. Not all like fully there yet, but I am behind on the action. And let me just say that anime series is crazy. I have yet to jump <laughs> also, into that. Um, shout out to Denzel Curry. This I kind of slept on this album. Um, it's called Melt My Eyes, See Your Future. Kind of slept on it a little bit. Hmm. Um, you know, I don't know what I was expecting, but I was just at work. Bumping this, and I found myself in a nice little groove. So yeah, those my two plays. You know, I had a, I had a love hate with Denzel Curry. I like like I listened to him. Oh man, I'm going back way back. But then like, oh, this was all more recent than I thought. 
there, there was a, like a few like two one or two albums where i just like eh, and then kind of fell off so that, that that's interesting i'm kind of curious what he, what he sounds like now because yeah. he was different yeah he's definitely uh, i think he's changed his style on this one so if you're interested in like actual lyrics you know what i'm saying rapping i would definitely give this a listen to listen to what he's saying um that's another thing man music man you gotta find you some artists you gotta actually listen to you know you might learn a couple things so yeah all right i've listened to exactly zero denzel carry in my life um that's not true there was that one song that we quoted nonstop. that i cannot remember the lyrics to but uh it was based off the spongebob meme i was like don't Based on a SpongeBob meme, I have no clue what you're yeah, talking about. Street. Don't need a gun to get respect. I'm on the street. Nobody needs me to. Oh, that, that was him. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I had no clue that was him. I had no clue who sang that song. Um, okay, okay, that makes sense. All right, but yeah, still not gonna listen to it. Um, <laughs> it's, it's cool. It's cool. Um, let me see. Let's see. Let's see. Anything out? Oh, Moon Knight on Disney Plus is officially out. Watched the first episode of that. Wasn't oh, yeah. too bad. Um, watched Halo on Paramount Plus. That wasn't good. <laughs> um, it's, I've heard mixed reviews about that. Yeah, it's. I know nothing about Halo, the video game in general. So just the TV show was kind of an introduction to me, and it it caught me all off guard. So yeah, I'm yeah. I'm gonna continue to watch it just because you know I hate myself, but. You know, um, <laughs> we'll see. Brother, this is something by Kendrick Lamar called I. Um, yeah. March, I listen to the times on repeat. Well, the, the chorus is I love myself. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't connect with that song at all. Um, That's uh, interesting. I, I wouldn't have seen that coming. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a long shot. I am, I am, I listen, nobody punishes themselves in a variety of ways more than I do. So, Brag. take, take with that as you, as you will. Take that info as you will. Um, yeah, nothing else from me. I got nothing. You guys have heard my my voice enough. Um, I might take a two week break and just let you guys talk because I've done yeah. enough. I've I've been I've done entirely too much. I want to apologize to the listeners for once again a long winded episode for me. Um, I'll go away forever now. All right. If there's nothing else from you guys, sorry, Christian, go ahead. Are you gonna say something? No, I was just gonna say forever and ever. Continue. Uh, <laughs> well, that's uh, cool. I'll- I'll plug. I'll do. I'll do my plug. plug. Uh, speaking of albums, uh, I have one recommended from a different podcast. I'm going to recommend uh, "Low Key" the artist, a soundtrack to the struggle. It's from 2011. It is really good. Nice. You put yeah, up cool years ago, bro. Right. Uh, yeah, look, man, it's uh, it's cool. Different perspective, you know. Thinking about listening to people, learning other stories. You know, it's interesting. All right, so, cool stuff. <laughs> so. That's a little pluggy plug. Um, yeah. Dope. All right. All right. Well, with that said, thank you guys for listening to the Yaga Questions podcast. Oh, hold on. My bad. One last thing. Shout Damn out to it. Vanessa Bryant and Nike for coming together for a Kobe collab on the shoes. Yes. I got to get me a pair. I'm happy you guys back. I'm Shout glad they- Vanessa Bryant. Yeah. Thank you. I'm glad they got that deal done because I would hate to see, you know, it in somebody else's hands. But yeah, yeah, I'm glad they got that deal done. Yeah. Um, Thanks. Yeah. Right. With the uh, yeah, outro. Okay. Uh, yeah. Thank you guys for listening to the I Got Questions podcast. We will be here next week. Um, thank you guys for listening as always. Um, you know, parting thoughts real quick. You know, talk shit, get hit. Um, is what it is. You talk, you talk crazy about somebody, you're liable to get hit. It's a way of life. 
Yeah, that's what, that's what happened when I see Aaron in person for the first time in two years. Hey, you know what? That's fine. That's how that's that's how we are in our culture, and everyone's acting like you know, violence doesn't exist. It does. It happens. It's fine. No one's no one's seriously hurt. Everyone lived. It's fine. Get over it. Um. All right. But yeah, we will see y'all next week. Thank you guys for listening. Peace. Love. Stay learning.